Are you ready? Ready. Jan Wayne Swayze presents the Free 99 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, our Radio, Spotify, Twitch, Instagram. Search F-R-E-E 99 Podcast. Shout out to all the sponsors. Shout out to all the listeners. Uh, Jan in the building. Yo, yo. Ramel in the building. Season lover who I am. Ah, fuck. I fucked up. Damn, I fucked up the lyrics. That's awesome. Season lover who I am. Back in high school, I used to bust it in the dance. All right, my bad. I am the good homie Ooh. guest customer service. Damn, that's the first time I fucked up in how many episodes? Special guest on episode one sixty five, um, creative director, designer, brand brand consultant, uh, always hustling, always creative director. Come on, brand erector. Oh, whoa. yo. Add that. Pick that there up. There you go. And put that on my business card. Let me design your LinkedIn, dog. Let's go. <laughs> Brand one, aka Mojo Brand. Mojo. Thank you. What's up, sir? Right thank on. You, thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Appreciate cheers. It. Cheers. Sorry, cheers. Right. There cheers. you go. I know Brand. <laughs> this is his best man. Because I used to. Um, <laughs> oh, shout out to Salem and Emil. Uh, Brand used to do those uh, parties with uh, Let's Go Wireless. I'm bringing it back Wow Right Blush They were were a sponsor huh Yeah Let's go wireless You're right Oh I did that with them Yeah I don't don't even remember that. I'm blocking out those days Blush (laughs) is a boot camp now (laughs) Like a booty boot camp To be honest uh, Blush days Was probably towards the end Of my nightclub Career I have a shirt I got pushed out of the city And I ended up in Burlingame Yeah because the, The city got weird yeah, I think they were tripping off hip hop a little yeah. bit, uh, and you know, it was kind of stuff was going down that mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have been going down. And I think we always just wiggled in to get in where we could fit in, and we did it. You got yeah. pushed out the Berlin game, huh? I don't know if I got pushed out, but it was an open door, and I always took, you know, I almost walk, I always walked through open doors. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Blush fuck with us. It was, it, it, it was a. They didn't trip too much off the dress code. They were cool. There was always hella cops though. I, after the oh, yeah. fact It's Burlingame man It is Burlingame It is These are these guys Coming over here To All these brown guys yeah. Drunk Let's follow, follow them out of what here What is this riff raff <laughs> No I love Burlingame I, I have great too, people I have a shirt That you made I had a couple shirts Shout out to Jackie Jimenez Who Who lays Uh uh, money equals power. You remember that one? Money equals power. That's a. I love that shirt. That's I don't a, even know if people understood it. No, they didn't. I just did signs. Yeah, yeah. So we did the money sign. Yeah, everyone knows that. It's yes. a universal money sign. Yes. We did the equal sign. Yes. Just two lines. Mm-hmm. And then the third, the third icon was the power sign. You might have to look at your phone or any you oh. know to figure it out so yes. it was just three Yo. icons it was the money equals power but then i spelt it on the Sick. back you did we wrote it on the back it was it, it was it was yeah, a, cool a little black shirt with like the metallic gold so we did everything with metal uh, foils so we foils, did uh, we did yes. black with gold foil we did uh brown with the bronze foil yep and then we did a white with the silver you were yeah. one of the first ones as far as like tees that would do like side prints I did do a side print of some type. So at that point, I think... Like the bankroll <clears throat> shirt. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, so, <laughs> so I think we did like a, a collage of like the bay, yeah, like exactly. hyphy stuff. On the exactly. side. But you know what's yeah. crazy is that wow. all was the follow-up when I did the hyphy one-on-one shirt. Yes. So I think one of my most successful shirts, um, and there's multiple stories I can tell about this, but basically when 40 and Keek did Tell Me When To Go, mm-hmm. which was a huge 
you know, banger. And then we all felt that there was going to be a movement coming on. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, we got to do a shirt. On a national shoot. stage. Yeah, we got to yeah. do a shirt for this. Like, we got to represent this in clothing. So I actually hit up 40 and, you know, presented to him doing this shirt. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yep. Does he talk uh, like he raps? Yeah, man. Was he like, oh, what's up, Brim? <laughs> he or, does. Does he really? He does. He will. Did you chuckle a little bit? I would have chuckled a little bit. Yeah, no, I don't think he always talks like that, but he does. He's a character. Damn. Character. That's so tight. Before he you have me. to ask Alex that. Yes, yeah. Alex Rototo that. But um, <laughs> their, their meetings must be crazy. Yeah. So shout out to Alex Rototo at the Lumpia Company. And right, right around like this high, like you said, one of your, one of your more successful shirts, um, I'm going to mention two names that there was a third one. There was the Asterisk, Town Biz. What was the third one? <laughs> Come on, man! I can't, I, I can't I was remember. I was out there. So, so. You're, you're jumping. You're, you're trying to test my. <laughs> I did. I've done a lot of stuff. So now you're talking about my shoes. Come I did. on! I did a shoe line called the Bays. Come on! And uh, hold on, limes. Yeah, I think so. Limes. Yeah. Wait, wait, the, the Bays. Those were uh... Bays sneakers. Bays. You were, you were. You you did that? Yeah, it was him on the Air Force One show. This shit is fucking wild. Yeah, I, I didn't. It wasn't just me. It's never just me. So I always know that. But we'll. You know, I don't know if the other people have face, done, man, though, that I did I mean? some of these things with. You know, Jay Knox is actually one of the other partners, oh, and Jay Knox was doing the Jay Bay Area shirts. But getting clay? back, I wanted to get yeah, Red Clay, shout to Adamu. But um, I wanted to get back to a Hyphy One One shirt please, because please. at that time I hit up Forty about it and. There was just no interest. Like, nah, go ahead, man. You go ahead with that. Oh, he didn't want a partner. Oh, so I, okay, it's all good. I said, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it anyways. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just, you know, yeah. That's why I do. So we did it. And when I say we, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really me and I think Cisco. Obviously, Cisco was involved. That's big body too. Cisco. Um, that's my brother. So, um, but what we did is, I, I did all these complex graphics. So I did like one, you know, I. Had, did made a little artsy and little angles yeah. and stuff and mm-hmm. then there was a third one I did it looked like a Microsoft Word just like hyphen 101 bullet point checklist whatever whatever I forgot what I put right yeah like it was and like then aerial I, I went something. out there and like I, I think I had the office at um, I don't know where my office was at the time but probably in I don't know how long ago this was Daily City Coma or somewhere yeah, yeah Coma yeah, yeah. so um, I showed it to a bunch of people and they all picked the simple one <laughs> I was like, well, if that's what they want, yeah. that's right, the one we're going to do. So what we did is just to test the market, we did black shirts at that time. It was the tall tees. Yeah. It was the Nona's pro. pro might have been Nona or pro, <laughs> pro crux or pro some. Yeah. And we did that. Some. We did a black shirt, white mm-hmm. ink on black shirt. I think a black sh- ink on white shirt. Yeah. And what we did is we went to 40s record release at Amoeba Music in Emeryville. In Emeryville. Come on. And it was raining that day, but the line was through the park, out the door, out the parking lot, down the thing. And then, so me and Cisco rolled up and like, I, we, we had a, we did a hundred, at that time we would only do minimum of 144, which is 12 dozen. Mm-hmm. So we did 12 dozen, 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 12 dozen, it's a dozen dozen. Mm. So we did 144 units, jumped out, started from the back of the line yeah. and just say, Hey man, we got this shirt, man. And you say, I just want 20 bucks for it. And then like, it has all the, how to go dumb friend and said like barrier representative or something right. so i wanted i didn't like big like text graphics on front so i did it i just started going down that line and just every single person would buy it and then the people who didn't buy it they would see everyone buying it hey man let me go get that but to the point where for these people i don't know 
who these people were. And I wasn't, I'm not, I'm still not close to 40. We have a lot of, you know, there's a lot of working relationships. There's a working relationship and there's mm -hmm. people that we work with and that we're partners with and then they're partners and whatever. I'm not doing anything currently with them. But um, someone came and was like, hey, bro, you can't be selling. Like, we need to take, wow. we need to take that money and this is all, you know, you can't be wow. doing this and that. I was like, and it was just you and Cisco. It was just me really by myself, I remember at this time, and then they came up to me trying to threaten me. I was like, nah, I, I was like, hey, Cisco, you gotta talk to my man. <laughs> Cisco comes up like, what's up? So ah, y'all can't. He's like, we. And it was, was, what's up? The tone changed. Like, oh, yeah, what's, like what's, what's up, up, sir? What's, what's up, really, there? Yeah, what's up? It's like, now nah, we cleared this. We asked forty if we. And I told him we asked forty if you want to do this. He didn't want anything to do with it. Oh man, you know I'm just looking out for my mans and this and that. Y'all go ahead. So I remember it. So it, it was, you know, Cisco has always been that guy who's gonna have my back, yeah. right? And and just like I have his back, right? And how I have all my friends back, but. You know, he 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 has a, a, a different a different Jan yeah, the building. Jan. <laughs> uh, Jan's a homie. Jan is definitely the homie. I'm definitely here because Jan uh, reached out multiple times. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I have that uh, funny ass story about Cisco, man. When I was in seventh grade, dog, uh, you know, I went to school with Salote uh, back in Azaloma, and there was some like trouble, and then. Uh, here comes Cisco, like a fucking warrior, just the tallest dude amongst like seventh graders, just kind of walking in like seventh grade. Who, who fucking with my sister? Oh yeah, and I'm like, yo, Ooh, he'll still do that right now for his sister. Yeah, dude, and he's a lot bigger now. So <laughs> hey, shout out to you, Cisco. <laughs> yeah, that's my dog. But but what's funny? We left that place. It was start raining more, and I was like, man, mm -hmm. those shirts are getting all wet. We know it sells. Let's yeah. just go back and let's just you know figure this out. I went straight to Tanfran Mall because I had an office near there and there was a place called 2020 fashions which now salem salem and meal ended up they were running those stores and 2020 fashions it was called 2020 fashions that was pre fresh apparel and i forgot his name one of their homies was running that and i went fatty? over it wasn't fatty it was, fatty. It was uh, i forgot his name but anyways we walked in there and we said went up there to the counter i was like yo man i got these shirts and they're killing it this and that i want um 1350 a shirt. Mm. I got 50 left. I did 144. So I sold 98 like mm. quick, like 20 minutes. Out the trunk. Out the trunk, really out the trunk. And then I put them on the counter and then these these boys came in to look at clothes and then I was like, man, I go, I got these shirts right there at 35. They all bought them. For right, 35. $35. No one was selling $35 shirts. And they all bought these $35 shirts right there and dude was like, I was like, yeah, just pay him. Pay him the 35. And then he turned around. He's like, oh, I'll take all of them. <laughs> they took all all so of them. next day he calls me. He's like, bro, I sold all 50 last night. Wow. You came to me. It was probably seven o'clock. They closed at nine or 10. Sold all of them. Sizing then was like a medium to five X. Yeah. yeah. Tall. There, was, there was no tall. such thing okay, as a small, tall, tall. extra yeah. small. Tall. So <laughs> I remember he hit me and he was like, so like, bro, you got to get me some more. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting more printed. He's like, and I'm going to talk to other. There's five 2020 fashions. So twenty. Okay, yeah, I do remember. This, so yeah. it was it was it was Sun Valley. It was Ceremony. It was Hillsdale. It was Richmond. It was Richmond, and yeah. it was uh, Tamfran. 2020. Fashion. So and the 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 guy who owned it, you know, in Salem worked at uh, I think Concord, and Emil worked at Richmond. I I forgot how it worked. Anyways. It came down to it. They were buying 500 a store every week, like every clockwork. Every week. To the point where Cisco quit his job. 
He quit his job. I said, Sony, bro, right? I don't know where he was. I think at Sony or wherever he was working. I was like, bro, I'll give you $3 a shirt. We're doing $2,500 or maybe it was $1.50 a shirt because I wasn't making that much. I think we were doing $13.50. I think it was costing me like $9.50, 10 bucks. Yeah, did you up the, and the I price gave, per No, shirt? I didn't. Wow. And I kept it the same price that I was giving to him for $13.50, which they ended up haggling me down later. But at that point, I gave him $1.50 and he was getting, getting $4,000 a week. And he just basically handled production for me and made sure they got it so every friday we would rent a u-haul and that's how many shirts we would separate 500 shirts and that went like that was going for for a while damn i think i bought a couple nice watches after that that was good from uh highline custom jewelry (laughs) no i bought some i think real watches (laughs) (laughs) i just want to circle back to the because I, I actually wore those shoes, the bays that you're talking about. Uh, the box, it had his own box. It had a it had a dust cover mm-hmm. inside of the box, black dust cover with uh, with gold writing, and it said bays mm-hmm. on the corner. There was the asterisk, which was black and orange, which was a shout out to uh, Barry Bonds getting the asterisk on uh, from Mark Echo. Mark Echo actually he bought the ball, bought the ball, put yeah. an asterisk on it, and said it was invalid because he was on steroids. Yes, but to us, you know, we had someone who was really exciting to watch. Yeah, and we seen him, you know, Hometown and he was the only one doing it, so it doesn't yeah. matter. That didn't matter. I can't take steroids right now and hit a ball. Come on, yeah, it doesn't help with seven hundred fifty-six times. Man. So you had the town biz, which had the elephant elephant print on it. I think it was. Uh, yeah, that one was green, like a Kelly green and yellow. And um, and, the, and, and Mr. This shit. Mr. Fab wore it on his uh, Ghost Ride the Whip video. Yes, that my boys actually directed. Yep. And then the limes, right? You said the, the limes? limes were brown and like a green lime green. It was like a, a nice cognac brown. That was that was laser etched. Yes, that was laser etched. All but, on an Air Force One shell. Like it was an Air Force One shell. It was a solid shoe. I wore them bitches down. They're somewhere in the Philippines right now because as soon as I wore them down, I was like, all right. Oh, they're in the, get- real, they're in the real bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Manila bay. And they were comfortable. Right? They actually come to that good insoles. Right? Yeah. yeah. Good insoles. And the whole thing about that was we knew we were doing a kind of a knockoff of the Air Force One, but the whole thing was to make sure that the pre- presentation was right. Clean. That's why you saw the box was we put a little extra detail into it. We gave the, yep. the dust bag. And um, yeah, that was, that was cool. We actually did the launch for that during all-star week nba all-star weekend in vegas so we did oh, a we did a party that. in vegas cisco and i and actually the whole bay everyone from KML was involved a lot of people were involved in that and we did a launch party which had rich boy oh which was uh, uh throw some d's, d's on it yeah, yeah. And, and, and 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 dj uh, um Oh, uh, Unk. Unk. No, Walk, walk Unk. It Out? Walk, walk it, out. it Out. So those are the two biggest club bangers, which yeah. actually, yeah. my motion hooked that up when these guys, okay, he, he kind of knew they were going to be big, but when we signed them to this $2,500 all-in for each of them, that included hotel, air travel, everything, and performance, all-in, wow. eight months before the All-Star game, we didn't know they were going to be the biggest thing out there. Which so, is that Opium? No, this was at a place called... Um, now I can't remember. This Me and Cisco Vegas, were just we, talking about it. It was on the strip, but not on. It, but wasn't in a hotel, and it was called uh, Empire Room. It was on Empire mm. Rooms where Fatburger was. Oh, okay, okay. So it yeah, was yeah. there. But the thing was, is what's crazy is we booked that on a Thursday. Shot to my boy John G. Um, 
and Mo Vaughn used to play for uh, the Red Sox. He actually came in as an investor. Oh, but, like uh, Mo Vaughn. Yeah. Oh, shit. So he came in. So John G. brought him in. It, yeah, we we always tap into our our you know our network to make stuff happen. But that event, we ended up getting the Thursday night. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday was the Club Love owners from Washington, D.C. Club Love, who did all the Diddy parties and everything. So they did the official LeBron James party. They did all that. They had Friday, Saturday, and Sunday there. We had Thursday only. Those dudes come. Me and Cisco are literally sweeping, hanging up banners, uh, setting up, putting out flyers, doing everything we got to do. And then along comes this lady with a clipboard. And being like, yeah, nah, bring this stuff in, put this here, this and that. Hey, you guys are doing a party tonight? You guys are actually doing the party and hanging the banners? Like, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> we don't have a staff. They came with the full it. staff. Yeah. And the crazy thing is the guys, I forgot their name because I actually started talking to them that night. And they were, like, super respectful to us. They weren't, like, trying to clown us on our little promotion. Mm. But they came through, and then they were walking around everywhere. And they kept. They came back to our party. They're like, you guys have the... We had 1,350 people there. On a Thursday. Wow. On, on an all-star party where there's, you know, we're charging $100 a head. I forgot if we made money or not. We didn't make money. But at the end of the day, we had a cracking ass party. Yeah. yeah. And it was a real Bay party. And we, the reason why this happened is because I actually got with some promoters from the Bay. One made it to the meeting. One didn't. The one that made it in the meeting... Decided not to put all the money up, and I was like, I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is, and I put up all the money and made it happen. Like fuck it, and yeah, and that's just kind of uh, you know entrepreneur I've been my whole life. Really, I'm just like, I have, to, like I have to prove to myself, you know, I betting can do on it. yourself, yeah, yeah exactly, always investing yeah. on yourself. Right? I'm a little different now. I think the the pandemic changed a lot for a lot of people, and you got to be not as risky. Yeah, and you know, I'm trying to be a, a you know just a different kind of businessman. Mm-hmm. So I think I've definitely changed for the better. But yeah, back then, I, there was nothing you could tell me. I used to tell my, my wife, I would be like, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, just money. Just make some more. You know? It just makes more, right? Makes That's more. true, though. Money in, money out, right? It, it's always yeah. there. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll be honest with you, man. I've known you for a while. I'm fucking blown away right now. Because I don't know you in that capacity. This fuck right? his resume is impressive. Your resume, and I love, I love clothing. Uh, I didn't realize you're responsible responsible for bays, and mm-hmm. my mind is blown. But I know you because you and I did Muay Thai together. That's right. And yep. and like the most I would talk to is probably like uh, in the locker room as I would like shyly change my shirt and shit <laughs> so I see my mantis, and I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? And I'm like looking away and stuff. I would have changed in the car. <laughs> That'd have been me though. But I mean, like I'm assuming from what I know about you. As much as you've dedicated uh, to the art of Muay Thai, you do that for everything that you fucking do. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because a lot of people don't know about my Muay Thai background, which is, um, to be honest, I felt like I got into it too late. Um, yeah. Because when I got first introduced to it is when Ferratex came to San Francisco, which was mm. the late 90s. Yeah. And uh, a couple of my friends... Um, that was like off of a uh, south, off of Venice, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was right? near second. I think. Yeah, yeah. Crowder was exactly. But um, a couple of my friends wanted to go, so we were like, did this introductory class, and I was starting my company, Brand One Design, back then. And um, so we went, and then they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna sign up and we're gonna do it. So we're gonna go like twice a day, and I was like, twice a day. Bro. No one had no time for twice a day. I'm yeah. trying to start Brand One Design, yeah. and that was that was G Bugs and, and Gideon. <laughs> And and they actually stuck to it. And G Boogs is actually a striking coach for um, oh wow for, for Willie Shaw right now, who's a who's a great boxer. 
And um, the producer G Bugs, G Bugs, yeah. hey, yeah. So self coach, yeah, he is. And it's the same thing. People probably don't know that about him, but um, yeah. And then, then I kind of got back into it because um, you know Mark Tubuso, yeah. uh, you know, moved in near my, one of my offices. So this is now over ten years ago or whatever. Shout and, to Mark, and, yeah, and, I, and Mark. I got Love back. Mark. I got back into. It. I was already doing a little bit of boxing. Yeah, and then. Um, but I wanted more, and then I it just went back. And then one of my boys, uh, Marco Hernandez, who was a great kickboxer himself, um, just was like, "Man, Mark's next. Like, pff, I already talked to him. He, it's all good. We're good. Let's go there." <laughs> yeah. We went there, and I just got the bug. And I just at that time, since it was walking distance from my door, yeah, I would go there, get my ass whooped, <laughs> go back and then the go back. Well, not back to where I would go back, and then my boys, Mikey from Savs, who's now Mikey from Savs, but. And, and, and um, Mojo Mike at the time. Yeah, and and, and Jason Ramos, uh, he owned a trucking company, and we shared office. Yeah, like they'd come back, like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, bro," I'd come back with like my jaw like <laughs> limping, and but it was it's a trip. Like you're right, I I, I went all in, and um, you know, I got decent at it. I'm, I still actually do Muay Thai. Yeah, I'm, I'm still active, so I'm still going. I mean, the wild, I'm still sparring. I'm the still. wild thing is, is that we had boxing class at five thirty, followed in by in the morning five thirty. No, at no, night. no, no, no. Okay. Five fifteen, right? Five fifteen, and then after that, it was a Muay Thai class at six thirty, and then it was sparring at like seven thirty. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, you'd be there be hours like nine o'clock, and, and I coached the kids' class. Yeah, bro. So I was doing a lot. That yeah. was definitely, and then I'd be at the gym in the morning. Dude, I was going crazy at that time at my height. I competed in Muay Thai, but I was also... Oh, you did smokers. I was doing that, yep. And then any anybody who came to the gym, I was fighting. Yeah, you were. And that's uh, true. I, like, you were you were fearless, dog. Yeah, I, Andre, I don't know if I'm Andres, fearless. Remember but, Andres Ellis? Yeah. Yeah, I actually ran into him recently. Shout out to you, Andres. Like, that dude, he actually ended up uh, becoming a, a turning pro yeah. as a boxer. And, like, you, you faced him like it was nothing. I mean, still now, I mean, I still, you know... It's crazy. But like I was saying, at that same time, I was actually competing in a Spartan heavy, too. So I was doing a Spartan, and I was like, I want to get my trifecta, which means you do these three different length races. Mm -hmm. Damn, my trifecta is like a pizza, calzone. I did that, too. That's probably why. But my last, (laughs) my last, when I hit the trifecta, it was in San Francisco. Yeah. It was like in uh, 2017 or something, 2018, and... And I remember I placed number 86 out of 7,000. This is not that long ago. You said 86 yeah. out of 7,000. This is not that it's long ago when you think about it. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so crazy when when uh, when Jan mentioned you and I was like, oh, I know him. Like, yeah, that dude's fucking, that dude's a, a killer. And it was like, oh, but he also did this and then this. Round on the rap sheet. And I was like, holy yeah. shit. No, I love Muay Thai. I love, I love martial arts, but Muay Thai especially because it's, I just love the culture. I love it as uh, not just for fitness for me. I just love the culture. I've been to Thailand. I've trained in Thailand. Wow. How was um, that like? It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie. There wasn't that much training going on when I'd go to Thailand. Mm, we've I'd, all seen I'd, hangover. I'd, I'd, I'd go, it's, it's like hangover. And the money go long, right? The money, money goes long out there. Yeah, but yeah. no, I mean, I've, I've gone. I, I trained with some of this till five in the morning. Come on. And then I'd be at the gym at ten in the morning and be 105 degrees, and <laughs> I like feel like you're gonna you know feel like saying? you're gonna die. 
and then you fight some Thai guy and you get beat up and then you're like, let's go drink. No, you and you need a dude's like 13. <laughs> yeah, and the dude oh. has his, like, the gym as his last name, right? That's what they exactly. do out there. Well, yeah, they like, become. Oh, this, dude, this guy's uh, John Fairtex. Like, yes, what the fuck? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So have you ever incorporated like um, that culture into any of your designs? So I, I have helped some gyms with some clothing, especially uh, Evolve. Yeah. Wait, did you design uh, some shorts? Uh, I mean, the Evolve gear, yeah. which I still help with. So Evolve Training Center in South San Francisco. Yeah. Shout out to you, John Gennaro. Hey, no joke. Uh, real quick. Sorry. Real quick. Sorry. Uh, I asked my friend uh, Steve. Um, I needed a coach because I was like overweight and... I was like, I need somebody who uh, who's an asshole. It's like I know just the guy, and he introduced me to John to Coach Jay, uh, and he helped me lose like eighty pounds. Oh shit! Yeah, and I just love his business, so I just gained it all back, and I'll be there soon. <laughs> you just wanted, yeah, exactly. reason why. Yeah, so wanted- Jay would help me with the Spartan. Yeah, and no wow. bullshit. He took the time to you know do some personal boot camping with me, but then he would take me to the stairs out in Pacifica. Yeah, I don't know what they are, but he would take me there. He would give me a thirty or forty pound rug vest rucksack vest and he would make me sprint up these things holy shit i was i was i was so in shape and this he can do it all too so it's not like he's just like hey do this like dudes these guys are real deal i evolved like and it's family oriented this shouldn't be an evolved commercial yeah yeah, yeah. can you take off my monthly please (laughs) (laughs) no but i still pop in there and you know i'm actually involved with some other gyms too but uh, me and my son and my daughter are actually still doing Muay Thai, so it's, that's dope. That's yeah. dope, man. Yeah, I love so it. so um, what I remember, like just you're talking about like uh, training and like we, we touched lightly on fashion. I remember how deeply involved you are with the Manny Pacquiao camp. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's I, like I how remember many, how many podcasts those- we got. <laughs> this could be a four part episode right yeah. here, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that was a how, one how, did that, how did that happen? <laughs> like, how did that intro happen? Because you you caught you caught his his wind early. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I gotta thank uh, Mike from Saz Mojo Mike. Um, Shout this to Mike, this man. guy this guy always came with uh, with great ideas, mm. and that was I, th- I I think that was our first one we kind of really blew up on. Before we were, uh, I think we were Mojo Labs. We were Mojo Labs at that time. Mm-hmm. So there was some projects that happened before that. But this one became very good. But sorry. what happened was, sorry, um, what happened was, he was like, "Bro, I got the perfect idea for us." And I was like, "What?" It's like we gotta do shirts for Manny Pacquiao. Do you remember what year this was? So this is before the Diaz fight. Mm-hmm. So this is I don't know. So before DS fight, Google that, y'all. Yeah, you guys <laughs> show it on. It's right here. It's this year. Boom. And then, um, <laughs> Thanks, and then, uh, so, so what happened? I was like, Manny Pacquiao, the, the boxer, the Filipino, the light, the Filipino dude, mm-hmm. boxer. And I, re- I respect, uh, your Filipino accent. Filipino? Honorary. I'm actually Japanese Hawaiian. My dad's yeah. Hawaiian. And and my dad's uh, half, so he's Hapa. He's, he's Hawaiian and white, and my mom is full Japanese. Hey, that's island enough for yeah. me, man. So, Filipino um, to me, dog. I'm a rock. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, but yeah, so he was like, yeah, you got to do this. And I was like, I don't know, bro. Like, well, why? And he was like, 
dude, the Filipino community loves this guy. Yeah. And I had no idea. The crazy thing is I saw him fight his first fight at Civic Center. I'm a big boxing f- fan. And I saw him, his first USA fight was at Civic Center in San Francisco, in Civic Center. Civic I think Center? It was, I think it was, uh, oh, that's a small, I think it was Chavez a... Jr. versus, was that Mayweather Chavez? Was it? I don't know. That was in 2001. He wasn't the main dude. No, he was the the opening fight, which was better than any of the other fights that night. Oh, and when he was fucking like bangs and shit. Yeah, Yeah. he was. He was probably 110 pounds or something, right? So, so he told me this. I was like, I don't know what's your idea, and he showed me a design, and I was like, Ah, bro. Let's do it. It's gonna kill it. (laughs) Is it the prayer one with the rosary? Damn, which one was it? I don't know. I don't even remember. It might. I think it was the one where it, he's like he's posed like this. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had the hood on. Wait, so, you did that shirt? Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker. Before Nike. So Before that's, Nike. that's all another thing. Yeah. But but um, but that's yeah. So so we did that shirt mm-hmm. and we did it like the month of the fight and and we went to uh, uh, Mandalay Bay and we hustled them off there and I think we brought seven hundred shirts maybe. To Vegas on a plane. Did we buy bring seven hundred shirts. Checked, checked I might be wrong. Shirts. I might be wrong. Might not have been that fight, but we brought X amount of shirts there. He's gonna have to. I don't know how many we brought, but we bought X amount of shirts. It was at the Mandalay Bay. He mm-hmm. had, he wasn't at uh, MGM Garden yet, mm-hmm. and we sold them all for uh, to all these grandmas and aunties for twenty bucks. I was, we had already sold so many in the Bay over the course of one month mm-hmm. or a few weeks, and then we sold there, and it was great. And it was cool And that was a start And then The next fight See I don't even know My timeline But I think the next fight Was De La Hoya I think it uh, went Diaz know, He went up to D Because he would He fought he went, Diaz At a higher weight class And yeah. then I think He dropped back down Then yeah. he went to De La Hoya And yeah. then he went to Hatton Then he went to uh, Yeah You know whatever So De La Hoya So at the end of that fight they, We always knew Like oh they're gonna do This prayer at The Mandalay In the mm-hmm. morning So we got there And then Someone comes up to us wearing all Team Pacquiao, like, hey, you guys do these shirts because Manny loves it. And I was like, oh, that's what's up. Like, yeah, here you go. Oh, take, take, take some. I'm like, oh, you know, we're going to get in trouble. We already got in trouble a few times. We, also, we, also, we, all, we got in trouble a few times at the Mandalay when we were jigging them, right? And then, uh, so thinking of it, nothing of it, we gave mm-hmm. it to the, to the girl. And then, you know, it's cool. And so we find out the next fight's, what, probably six months away, and mm-hmm. it's a De La Hoya fight. And we get a call, like, two weeks before the fight, and like, hey, this is Jackie. Um, remember, you know, you gave me the shirt at wow. the Mandalay, and um, Manny wants to meet you. Holy wow. shit. And I was like, he wants to meet us? He's like, yeah, he wanted you to join him. Um, he'll be working out at uh, the observatory, the Griffin Observatory in LA, and then, you know, he wants you to come to a gym, wild card, and then, you know... Damn, he works at an observatory, dog? Yeah, there's this trail there that he run. So, we did it. So, me and Mike were like, oh, shit, this is crazy. We were already working on the other shirt. We Mm -hmm. were already juking him. And then, um, uh, uh, so, we ended up getting a room next to the wild card. I don't know what we did, but we ended up meeting him, and it was dope. It was official. It was like, he met with us. We actually, like, did a Tried to keep up with them running and all this stuff, <laughs> but we went with them to, to wild card. We yeah. were kind of protected. Oh, to watch the run. Then after wild card, they're like, "Hey, go downtown. There's this Chinese restaurant they used to eat in the little square where the wild card was." And he was like, "Go there." And then Manny's gonna meet you. And then Manny came and met, you know, met us down there. And then we went to his house after. And then after, you know, karaoke. I mean, we were kind of just taking it all in. You <laughs> yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So there's all these OG Filipinos and like. 
you know, all of people in one. There's space. a lot of people just kind yeah. of, yeah. you know, on them. And, and that then, was like pre-Bible, Manny. That was like, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. He was getting down, yeah. yeah. And then, um, so it was cool. So we we got a chance to meet him and kind of got. I think we brought a like a case of shirts for them. And next thing you know, they were doing they were filming. Uh, was it twenty four seven? And they were wearing them. And then that lasted up until. <laughs> We kind of decided not to do it anymore, but was there for any specific reason that you decided not to do it? I think his well, one he did the Nike. Oh yeah, the Nino uh, knows he, he, yeah. he did the Nike thing, and we Man, were at, we were actually approached on that to do submit designs for that, which. I for was, Nike? For Nike, and I was kind of like, yeah, no, nah, it's not gonna be a. Cl-. I go, not you know, I was like, not to offend you guys, but we're killing this space. Mm. And it's just, we're going to continue doing it. So unless we can do a collaboration, yeah. I just don't see any value. We're in, already in here. Yeah. 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 Especially because I'm well submitting. You know, yeah. the, little, the little asterisk was, you know, if you show us a design, and we, we might be working on it. Something similar. So don't be surprised if you see it done. And we Fuck did. that. I was just like, yeah, no, nah, it's not going to work. I think because of y'all, they, because of all that energy and all that work that you put in and how many, uh, you, I think there was like three or four different Manny designs that you did. Manny actually had a billboard at Union Square above the Nike Center because like, he wasn't getting that kind of energy. He was a Nike talent. Like yeah. you caught him when he was no fear still. Yeah. So, so I think what it was, was when he was um, in the ring, he would wear Nike. Mm-hmm. But what he actually did was he gave him a little more love than that and he, well, he didn't really want to be seen so it took us two or three shirts to have him actually put the sweater on or whatever mm-hmm. yeah so i think by the um kodo fight that's probably the biggest we were oh we yeah. were very Clemson, we were a fucking good fight we were very yeah. involved uh there was a place called the fight museum at the man at the mandalay which actually was a dope ass uh, had some some great guys running it and they were like yo we want to buy all your stuff and we want to do a, a release party wow so we had we made we did that and then it's it's funny because uh, what's it um, Donito? What's uh, his name? Donito, 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 Donito. Filipino flash. Yeah, his his girlfriend actually hit us up one time. She's like, also a boxer. Yeah, she hit us up and she was like, "Hey, we got these Filipino jackets, these track jackets, and they're just sitting here. Do you guys want them?" And I was like, "Yeah, give them to me cheap, and we'll do something." We took them, put a couple patches on them. I we, shit you not, we were selling those for two hundred dollars <laughs> at the event. We had fifty of them. We sold all those out. Early um, cutting so, huh? Yeah, this was Early not even cutting so. We were done cutting so before that, but but. Uh, like you have the longest rap sheet right and it's is it hard to kind of recollect these memories it is it well, is i don't know the timeline because he looks sure. so young yeah well that's <laughs> funny because uh you know I'm, with our guests we actually have a game come on and this game is called keeping it on brand keeping it on brand I brand, can do that. New, brand new brand oh. new brand new brand new brand Oh, you can't even hear it. I can hear it. <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> All right, first question. Long after Zenny has lost her pager on the two-way from Motorola, this T-Mobile device kept Psychic. on your hit. All right. What was your T-Mail? Damn. Bram one. Gus T-Mail. T-Mail. Yeah, early. G-U, three letters, Gus at T-Mail. T-Mail was a shit because yeah. it had AOL Messenger, you had your email, and you could call. And Look you can, at your contacts now. Some of the emails you have for your friends is the, is the email on accent because you never 
I never updated. Yeah, fuck you it. only were friends with them when you had a sidekick. I had a, I had a sidekick. <laughs> my <laughs> number is still actually a T-Mobile phone number. Mine's a, mine's a Nextel chirper. Easy. Yeah. I had a coworker who uh, had an AOL email still, and I used to always rag on her about that. Shit. I know people that actually use that still. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, it works. They're like, yeah, it's still. I'm like, are they like still in Asian Avenue? Yeah. No Anyways, idea. next question. All right. Yep. You're about to close up shop. The client comes in late and needs flyers to give out at this Friday's event ASAP. Where on Mandela Parkway do you go to print 500? Uh, PS flyers? Print. Easy. That's a layup. But yeah. PS Print, I was introduced to that through. Um, I got middled manned into PS Print. Someone like was taking my work, giving it to them, charging me extra. <laughs> and I, it was Mark Arsenal's for people that oh, was at but but it was but it was them saying they work with this girl but she was doing the middlemaning but he hooked me up because i witnessed him getting in a car accident and i basically stopped the guy who hit him i don't know, i forgot it was weird it was on alamania that just came to my head but then uh i was supposed to be a, uh open up a san francisco branch of ps print at one point and yeah. then the owner drew ended up selling it to the guys who ran it uh, and then they end up being in Chicago or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's was, see if you remember this I was their one. top sales guy, I'm sure. Before Diamond Supply, what shiny stone-themed brand was designed to be worn in the streets and also in the club? What? Before Diamond Supply, what shiny stone-themed brand was designed to be worn in the streets and also in the club? Were they pants? Were they jeans? Did they have jeans? They were not. I don't know, bro. I didn't wear rhinestone stuff. I think, um, I think TMC. Bring up the mic. Bring up the mic. Jewel. <laughs> but it's spelled J-U-E-L. Jewel. Yeah. Jewel is my boy and, and still my boy. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a minute. We need to holler. You get that at first step. But, um. A coma. <laughs> I no, I was thinking that too, right, but yeah, he yeah. said shiny stone. You know, it just threw me off. It's um, all good. Um, Joel, yeah, he's, uh, that was a great brand too. And, you know, he was really focused and we used to go to Magic and he really got the girls together and did the whole street team thing. And we had all women with us. Mm. And we just really, at that time, I was doing sucker free clothing. Um, you know, that was my first introduction into clothing. With Gizmo? With Gizmo. Shout out to Giz. And yeah, I think uh, that was something that, and, but Joel, that was that was a great brand. I mean, I wish he would have kept going and kind of extended it more than what it was. But yeah. Mm-hmm. He was one of the brands I really was, you know, gunning for. Uh, all right, next question. You got it? You're designing a flyer, and the client asked you to put some graffiti letters. Which legendary Bay Area writer had their own font you can use. I don't know. Who had their font? Hold on real quick, sorry. I mean, I, I have to do this. Yeah, it's all good. I can reread the question. Yeah, yeah. Reread you. it. Wait, I gotta blow my nose. Blow my nose Yeah. Reread that, reread that. Twist? We right. ghetto, we ghetto. We do this shit. You're designing a flyer, and the client asked to put some graffiti letters. Which legendary Bay Area writer had their own font you can use? Wingding. Who had a font? I don't know. I don't think I used it. Who had the font? I don't know. Jan. J- J- I think Jan knows. Oh, crayon. Crayon. Oh. So crayon. If Bonus. you name the font. I don't know because I didn't ever use the font. <laughs> I didn't know he had. It. He did have one. No. I, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, he did. Yeah. Because he would just whip them out like with with the mouse. Yeah. 
who oh, whip it out he with, did the it with the mouse. I still can do with my finger. That's I can still design wild. with my finger on the trackpad. But look, Rigel Crayon, Crayon, <clears throat> he was the original designer of the original Sucker Free logo, which was an SF mm. in hand style, mm-hmm. a computer hand style. And he just whipped that out quick for Gizmo. And if you guys don't know Gizmo, Gizmo is, uh, was actually a legendary breakdancer, b-boy from a group called KNT, which is called Knuckle Neck Travel, to end up being a rap group. And it became, you know, it was a big, big thing. Was a Filipino guy, and, you know, these guys were running stuff. Shout out to Giz, man. But, um, yeah, Rigel was the original uh, guy, and I don't think he wanted to do design. And I was coming out of school learning how to use programs like Photoshop and Illustrator. Illustrator was my shit and still is. And over Photoshop. And then Gizmo, I was actually his his sister was my girlfriend. He was like, Hey, you do you know how to use a uh, computer to do graphics? I was like, Yeah. You know how to use the computer? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's there was they were yeah, yeah, like, like a, that's <laughs> early I'm old, sorry. No, that's early two thousand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we went and did sucker free clothing. And um yeah. Like, you know. I have a follow after your questions. I have a follow up question and something you don't have to cheers answer. To that. Okay. I have a follow up. Yeah, cheers. I got two more. Cheers to that, man. Hey, cheers to your fucking memory, dog. Cheers to that resume, doggy. Yeah, God. Sheesh. Sheesh. All right. What plumber logo with a black spade? I think it was Ace. You- Ace Plumbing. All right, man. That jam. Can I? Can I just finish the question, dog? <laughs> I know these. I, I, mean, I had no idea you were going to ask me these things. But you know I said because Jan's pretty proud of this. Uh, Why? Because Jan was my guy. This guy, Jan, you guys don't shout see him on the Jan. camera. Shout Wayne Swayze. Right, right nah, now, this is your episode, but we got to shout out Jan, man. This motherfucker is talented as shit, dog. Yeah, he is. So he's actually, it's bean dope, all right? Yeah. So Let me ask you a question. Who has better hair? Probably him right now. <laughs> This is down. See, yeah, this is down. He, he puts it down. I, 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 I saw him. I saw him as this shit was like bouncing down the stairs. I was like, "Oh, this motherfucker has an idea." He combed it out before you picked him yeah. up. <laughs> he feathered it back too. Damn. No, but, but, but Jan was my guy because I don't even know how we we were trying to figure out how we actually um, met each other, but. Jan was one of those guys who's always been down to be creative. Mm. And yes. if Jan Fuck wasn't yes. working on something, and I'm not an illustrator, I can't draw by hand, but Jan can draw anything. So me and him just work so good together because I could just tell him, Jan, draw this. And I'm pretty good at art direction as far as kind of knowing what direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even if I wasn't, Jan would at least attempt to do some dope. I think at first he was going super all in yeah. crazy and I was like ooh I don't know that's a little too much for our clients but man we used to do some great stuff and I probably have some original <laughs> sketches that you've done but Ace it was just a spade it was it was like but, it, but it, I think he tripped because plumber. it's on the <laughs> no I think it's on the side of the freeway or something like yeah. they have a big billboard or oh wait is it the, is it the one with of the guy no, Dude, is I, think it's just a, I think it's a spit. I don't know. There's no guy. Jan's still running then, huh? Jan's still yeah, I think they're streets. down off of the 280 or something. Ooh, Damn, he's, he's putting the concrete in the concrete runners. Yeah. Rockers. No Rockers. Shout out to both of them. My bad. <laughs> that's different. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to y'all. Last question, all right? I'll listen to the question first. All right. You're eating it. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. This is the only time I get my shit off, right? <laughs> You're eating at toppings. And you're about to pay for your meal. What two Bay Area radio show DJs are permanently posted behind the counter? Uh, who's that? 
I don't know, is it, um, is it Franzen and Trace? <laughs> Motherfucker, look at this guy. <laughs> is that who it is? It is. Oh, I don't even know. That's this why I got on the radio, because of Franzen and Trace. I do want to say, this guy is probably the only guest so far who's batted a thousand in this game. Shout out to you. Well, Franny and Trace, which I, I still somewhat talk to both of them still, um, were like you know when they were at KML, mm. CMC, and, and they had CMC, and they mm. had the late nights on KML. That was pretty much my Instagram right there. So if I was promoting something, they were pushing it on yeah. Columbus, right? Every Columbus? yeah, everyone yeah. from KML. I mean, I was I worked at one point. I think I did everyone's logo at KML. So I did <laughs> yeah, everyone's. Saunas, you, know, you did saunas, Vons, uh, my uh, motions. Yeah, my motions. I, did I didn't do Chewies, but I reworked Chewies and. Um, and then Vaughn's like still real close homie of mine right now. He's like I really respect that, that guy. Star one? I really respect yeah. that uh, that guy. Vaughn's that motherfucker, but, um, man. But yeah, they they did a lot, and I, I'm still I'm actually gonna I'm, do a I'm, drop. I'm literally I'm sorry, man. I'm just kind of in awe. It's fucking wild, dog. I'm actually gonna do a drop of Franz and coming soon. So so, so the game's Ooh. over, but I do have a question for you, Francois. Mm-hmm. And and I, I want you to be kind of introspective about this. All right. I know as a designer, it's kind of hard to see, but I want to give you... Hold, hold on. I had a question real quick. Go for it. Go sorry, for it. sorry. Because he said Sucker Free. When I... Um, How do you feel about the whole Sports City thing? You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say names of individuals, but you know, you know when I say that, you know there's a, a particular person involved, and I felt like it, was, it wasn't... Uh, it. Authentic, yeah. <clears throat> well, come on. So it might just be that. It might just be the authentic. Sucker Free was part the first, it. like one of the really first, like San Francisco, if not Bay Area, street wear that people were wearing, like, like out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think what made San Francisco uh, Sucker Free unique is that. We were all from the culture. Come on. Yeah. And we were not doing it to be part of the culture. We were the culture. Yeah. So I think I think what we were Born. doing what God we were doing damn. was very organic. Yeah. And shout out to, you know, Alex Aquino because a lot of this happened from okay. his warehouse. And um, I think think at that time that Gizmo so Gizmo was the sole owner of Sucker Free. Mm-hmm. I was never an owner. Um, I was cool I, I was the 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 only probably designer. I mean Gizmo was a designer too, but I actually had the um, ability to mm-hmm. put it into digital form. Mm-hmm. And I was I, I used that as a something to learn from. Mm-hmm. And then I think just like I was learning graphics, I think he was also learning how to run a business. Mm-hmm. You gotta realize none of us knew how to run businesses. Right. Y- y'all like um, fresh out of high school when this happened, right? Or it, it some Yeah, no, not a cl- no, I was I wasn't no, I wasn't out of high school. I'm not that old. Damn, oh, I'm sorry. Fucking wild. <laughs> you were in I was school. out of. I was out of. No, I was out of. Ah, so I am that old. Thanks, right? <laughs> <laughs> Gus. It, it was like school. college. I was yeah, out of okay, college. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, out of college. Out of high school. So he goes out. So remember, I, <laughs> I took a four year break. Before I went to college. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I went to Balboa High School, and when I went there, Shout to the Buccaneers, man. If, if when I went there, Bal was an under Bal was a rough school. <laughs> Don't tell me about and that. I, and I, and you I know. know. Yeah, and and and, know. and when I left there, I wasn't ready for school, mm. but I was ready for making money. Like I knew how to make money at yeah. that time. This is before Bal had gates, y'all. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they put the gates to keep the badass kids yeah. in. Yeah. They made the gates because of him. As soon as Bradley yeah. graduated, he's like, you yeah. know what? Yeah. Like, you know, gates, we need no, gates. No, but I was yeah. I was no What's one it? there. I was I was I was no one. I was no 
one special. I wasn't no cool guy. I wasn't nothing. You know what I'm saying? I knew a lot of people and I think I stayed true to who I am now where mm. I'm friends with a lot of people and mm -hmm. I don't like try to over like indulge sun them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah, try yeah. to sun people. I'm not yeah. like that kind of person. So, you know, I think I'm the same person and I had, I probably look similar because I never cut my hair off. But <laughs> This is true. But, um, but what I was going to say is, so after college, I did mm. sucker free, and I don't even know what we were talking about what got us there, but <laughs> uh, but uh, Sports City, how, oh Sports oh, yeah, City, how, so, how, so Don, Don uh, Giz started it, so and Giz started it, and just so I was saying, as we were learning how to do a clothing line, he was learning how to run a business. So I can't even fault him for making the choices he did. Mm. I actually have some friends that I fell out with because of sucker free, because I actually, you know got them involved and it didn't like I said we were learning so yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. it's like people think like you yeah. know we got money and we're gonna put it in here and it's gonna work out and it didn't and a lot of a lot of stuff happened where kind of you know um, friendships were tested yeah. mm -hmm. and I still have like a couple uh, you know people that I wish I can you know actually reconnect with that kind of went bad there a lot of uh, majority of those people I'm still friends with but yeah. there's a couple of people that were really close to me that I'm not as good friends with and I would actually like to connect with them but, it's but you know happen. it's it, you I, know I, I feel that, that though because what it is is it's the intention right you had the intention of having everybody eat at the table so you shared that with them right and then you didn't know like you could have went yeah. up or down yeah and I think you know none of no one had money too we didn't really didn't have money back then so when you start seeing money come in yeah you know it's like and it's new to you it's like you kind of um you kind of just, you don't know what to do, you know? And I wasn't yeah. the guy handling the money, so I don't know. And But, but you know, I don't really fault anyone. I don't fault any side. But there, there was a, I would say if you're going to start a business that, you know, if you're doing a business with someone and you're a partner, yeah. it should be just like you and your wife as partners. We're doing this for the long haul. Mm -hmm. And because you have an argument, you don't go against each other and yeah. see it, try to see it fall. You kind of got to work through it. Yeah. And that's the same thing, you know, I as yeah. I say with business. So to, if you don't want to get fucked, don't go to bed. Don't get in the bed with them in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Because there might be a little, you know, you might feel like you're getting screwed yeah. some yeah. way, but you're not. You know what I'm saying? It's part of the business. You know what I'm saying? And I want to you know. thank you, man, because like that moment that you had just right there was very vulnerable. You know, like you saying that you have people that have you've like lost contact with because of bad business and you want to be friends with them. Yeah. A lot of people's egos won't let them say that. But you did. Oh, yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm not a person that couldn't can't apologize or, you know, what I'm saying like I'm, I think I've gotten better in communication. Yeah. And I think that's very important. It goes back to like if you want to your relationship with you know your first best friend is your parents mm. and when we were young mm. we didn't have the best communication with our parents now we're parents and we're trying to have better communication with our kids it's a different whole setup and your parents we, see you like bro, having that moment fucking, with your kid you're fucking spit god damn yeah. Brandon when, when do you not hit is my question because you're just fucking hitting all this yeah. alright let me ask you this question okay sure and it's very introspective and I want you to take a moment to think about this mm -hmm. alright and you're and kind of goes along with everything that you just said right you didn't do all of this by yourself but if you were to remove you from all of the clothing designs you did all of the inspiration that you had what would the bay or what would the scene be like dry as fuck i don't know no i don't think so guys. <laughs> no no you have to be honest though because i'm, I'm gonna be honest because movements happen there's gonna be a movement based on what's there 
So you take something out, there's still a movement. You take uh, you take beverages off this table, there's still a meal. You know what I'm saying? Like you, if you took the water off, there's still tequila. But let's be honest though, you're not the water or the tequila. You're you were at many points in time the main dish. Can you can you admit that? I think I, I have been in the background of a lot of stuff that happened in San Francisco. Easy, yeah. for Easy. sure. I, I mean, it, that a lot of people don't know about, and I've. I've I've kind of, um, and we were speaking outside, like, I'm kind of just blessed because there's a lot of youngsters right now that are killing it that I yes, actually do business are. with or yeah. have affiliation with or yes, my business are. partners are doing business with. Those guys are fucking killing it. They yeah. are. And they're geniuses. What did we talk about, though? What did I say? I, but you say that, but I just think I'm fortunate enough to still be in the industry. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? Is? I feel yeah. like I, yeah. I still, like, my... Will these people still be in the industry as long as I have? You know no, what I'm saying? And that's, and that's the thing. I think, you know, I've always had this belief, right? If you have good intentions and a pure heart, those who have that will succeed. And from what I know, when you were hitting me in Muay Thai or in boxing class or hitting those fucking different, any of those different influences that you had in the Bay Area culture, it was with pure intention and a good heart. Mm. The, one thing about Brandon I always noted it, w- it was like You People were able to exceed, uh, Succeed after you Because uh, There's a blueprint That, that you built Yeah and, True And with that blueprint People are able to Replicate it And follow that Because Everyone sees the wins Not everyone sees the L's Right uh-huh. No And then And us well, Me being my age Like You know There's a lot of L's That are taken before For us to know what what success tastes like to mm-hmm. to know like you know what this is just just this one let's keep moving because if that first L hits you it, you you can't let it affect you too much it's like all right well it's just gonna happen you gotta trust yourself do you trust yeah. yourself like if this if this is not gonna move fifty units it shouldn't go out well, exactly I think, I think I think this is an important time for both of you Gus and Brandon because the thing is is that both of you have had a strong influence. In a lot of what's being done now, we eaten anything that you've basically fucking touched, yeah, dog. Brandon's, you know what I'm saying? Brandon like, got the, he yeah, got the magic I mean, touch, and I think that's the thing, man. It's like uh, you said earlier before we even started the podcast that you know you do this so people can look back and see what your story is, and even if they don't actually hear your story verbatim from you, they can see your influence in anyone else. Same with you, Gus. You know this. I, like I said, I've been following this man's work a long time. And what, what was the first thing he said when he when he sat down? That he was one. He was one of the first people I knew who ever did a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Because I asked him, I was like, "Didn't you Thank do a food you. podcast?" And this is a long time ago. Before it was long called a podcast. Yeah. See, it was a vlog. A vlog. <laughs> a video log of memories or conversations. Cisco <laughs> was supposed to be on. He was supposed to get me into like a Samoan restaurant that's on Geneva. It never panned out. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out to Cisco. I don't even like, know if they're. So I, I just want to say from. from an onlooker yeah and being in awe every time i come here and do that podcast with gus i'm in awe when i when i'm here with you just thank you thank you for both of your bodies of work yeah i appreciate it i mean you know it's funny because you too, like <laughs> sorry yeah thank it's, you for your it, body jen it's funny because i you know i like i said i didn't want to do podcasts before because i was like i'm not where i want to be mm. you know what i'm saying so yeah. like who wants to listen to me you know what i'm saying yeah but then someone did tell me like you know you if you're gonna leave a legacy it should come from your mouth mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you need to share from me and allow people to ask you questions because you, you have private conversations with certain people but yeah. you don't speak to enough people and it's true and i did what's funny is at one point and actually jam was there i was 
I was uh, helping uh, teach like a branding class at, at Skyline College. And, you know, I felt really good doing that. And it was cool until like one year it snuck up on me and I wasn't prepared and I felt like I was doing a horrible job in it. But um, because of that, I'm actually going to um, have my own um, online uh, how to start your own clothing line class. Ooh. Yo. So plug Tim, right no. now. Yo, Tim, this is the first no. time I'm actually talking about it. If you go to brandonmario.com slash teach me. You can actually link, uh, jam, link. Yeah, you can actually. The link is right here. Um, <laughs> Wait, me here too. Oh, here too. I just want to keep on with the toes. And if you can, you know, if you, if you, you know, I haven't finished it, and I'm hoping I'm a, I'm a press through and, and do this, and not like it's discouraged to do it. But I really want to teach people, um, I guess, more in a mass sense because I feel like I'm repetitive when I speak to like. Mm people that are calling me up and I see a lot of people doing it wrong. So I'm going to yeah. pretty much do a pretty intensive course on how to start your own clothing line. And I'll go from the business end to picking the right designs to figure out the best options, how to sell it to, you know, engage your, your audience and, yeah. and kind of scale up. So, um, if all's good, I'm waiting on Jan. Jan's going to actually produce this. Come on, Come on Jan. Jan. So, uh, he barely returns my text, man. Fuck this guy. He <laughs> he smiles smiles so yeah, here's well, the thing though, should right? be fun. You do see like, this is full circle for you. If you had somebody, you had, you basically had to go through the hard knocks, right? You had to learn the hard way. You basically did everything yourself. Like you said yourself, you've lost friends. Not through bad deals, but with good intentions that things that just didn't pan out. It was out of your control. Yeah. But now you're taking the time. Yeah. From being a senior art director. Come on. <laughs> Not art director. All right. Just be senior. <laughs> Let's just say senior. To actually taking the time and teaching these youngins how to fucking do it. Now. Yeah, that'll be, it'll be fun. I'll ask you another question. Yeah. Do you think, how big of a footprint do you think you'll be leaving? Because I think you're like Shaq size right now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I have friends that are doing great things, and I just hope I can be, you know, as influential as them. I think I'm not someone that's extraordinary, that's done something other people haven't done. I just think that I have, you know, in San Francisco, I've definitely been able to be around a lot of uh, the phases that's been out here, and I've just been involved in a lot of stuff. And I, to be honest, I pick stuff that I like. Yeah. Like right now, like you're saying, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm now working with Gazi and Empire, and I'm Godzilla. and I'm uh, I'm the I'm the senior designer for the merch department. Yeah. So what I do is I actually work with artists who want merch. Yeah. Mm. And they don't have the means to do it, or sometimes it's just album related, but sometimes it's it's bigger than that. And it just fits with what I do. And when Gazi was hollering at me to take this job, he was really like adamant about me taking this guy. He's like, B, you're like the perfect person. Yeah. I don't want no one. I was like, bro, I've never worked anywhere. And I think I think that's an important thing to know too. Because somebody once told me that comparison is a thief of joy. And you, without comparison, have brought so much joy and influence to so many people, not even knowing. So you have to I hope that not only are you able to tell your story, but you're at least able to receive your flowers because you fucking deserve them. I, I, I appreciate I'm gonna it. I'm going to go home. I'm going to search on eBay for a pair of bays. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you got a size 11 for me, dog. Think about, nah, think, think about Brandon. I, I, I always, because uh, I randomly would bump into you. Uh, one memory I have, and I don't think you'll ever remember this. Uh, I used to work at a bank and then in the Excelsior. 
and you would come in once in a while, and then whenever I, I whenever you come in, you would oh I would always ask you designing shit because this is when I was uh, heavily working with my brother in law with the F word clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would uh, I would ask you stuff. I would I, I'd ask your advice. I'd ask I'd ask for information, and you you never did not share. Never. When 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 it comes to like you know how it is like coming into the game like you have to figure shit out yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of people don't share information. Whenever I had a question and I seen you like moving in traffic and I asked you, you always shared. So like for the fact, like I said, like, that's why I'm so confident in saying like you help build a blueprint because you're allowing like you, these youngsters, like you're sharing the game. And a lot of a lot of people keep the game to themselves because they don't want the competition. Right. You know, what's crazy is that I feel like the youngsters are actually teaching me new tactics right now. Mm. And that's why I'm succeeding again, because I, you know, I stopped doing my own clothing for years and I came back with the help of, of, of uh, Mojo Mike of Savs. Yeah. And um, and, you know, some of the other brands he's worked with, Collect and Select and and who cares? I mean, those guys are doing great things. They are. And, I have a bunch and, of their shorts. And, you know, I, I, I see what they're doing. And to be honest, I don't think I'd be as, uh, you know, enthusiastic about doing stuff again if those... I know for a fact I wouldn't have been doing it if those guys didn't, like, kind of push me. Mm. Especially Mike. I mean, uh, the younger guys, it's just good to see them doing it so much better or... You know, it's different now. So they're able to use what they got now, and I'm learning some of that and taking it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know? if anything, you can compare this to sparring in Muay Thai. You're getting in with the younger kids. Mm-hmm. They're teaching you different ways to defend. But at the same time, you're still a fucking killer. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a killer, but don't push me. <laughs> you, yeah. I, I remember a lot of your, and then shout out to Salem and Meal, Fresh Apparel and Fresh. Um, you had connections. Uh, was that Flash shirt a collaboration with with Jerry Rice? Yeah. So it was. It was that almost, was the beginning. That yes. was the beginning of when we started kind of doing this. Mojo minor, Labs, right? Yeah, the Mojo Labs. So the first Mojo Labs is a different story, but but the the Flash was a great situation. Come we on. were going to work for a Jerry Rice tribute shirt without any trademark infringement. Yeah. Damn. But we were going to do it with Hall of Fame out of L.A., Arson. Mm. So we were going to do an Arson out of Hall of Fame. And it just made sense. And then through Hall of Fame, he had a great um, New Era account. And we were trying to work this angle to do this, the Flash. shirt, but then do the hat as well. And do it with Jerry Rice. Something happened with the hat. He wouldn't, Jerry wouldn't sign off, so we still did the shirt. Mm-hmm. But that font that you see on that original Flash, which is like the Niner-esque font, mm-hmm. is just something I hand drew. So I just that's drew your that hand style. Yeah, so that's all. Well, it's drawn. When I say hand drew, it's drawn with a mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with your on hand the computer. On it. <laughs> with the computer. So, but I, yeah, we. That was just a font we created that kind of, um, you know, was my rendition of the 49er font. Mm-hmm. I think what was that font cut they use for the 49er font? There's a certain font that you I people forget. use. Yeah, but I don't use those fonts. I use our font. Yeah. So everything you see is something we. I just remade the alphabet. That one and that the Ronnie Lott one too, right? Yeah, so I think we start. So it was all Hall of Fame players. So we did yep. the Flash, we did Hitman, and we did Legend. Hitman, yeah, we did Legend for from Montana. You should have sold like um, Ronnie Lott gloves, but then one with like a. <laughs> <laughs> and then later, I hooked up with. I really got in good with um, with uh, Jerry Rice and his manager, and uh, I ended up doing their hologram stickers for their authentic autograph for oh, the shit. agents. Yeah, you, well, you, I, work, you worked I, with holograms. Like, yeah, I, I I can do holograms. 
Bro. Oh, okay. And then you also, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm going back in the memory. Like, was it Blink One Eighty Two? Yeah, it was Fallout Boys. Fallout so, Boys. Sorry, um, thank you for the correction. I'm a big All fan right, of so Fallout if we Boys. go back to the very first Mojo Labs, which would be me and and Mikey from Savs, we had a relationship with Beat the Wits. guys from from Crooks and Castles. Okay, so before Crooks and Castles was a thing, they had a brand called Landmark. When I used to be in coma at Alex Kino's studio, Alex Kino had a relationship with these guys to help with marketing. He also had a relationship with Jonas from LRG to do marketing. So those guys became people that I was around and I was learning at this point and was able to kind of soak in some of that game. I became friends with Jonas more than the Crooks guys. But when the Crooks guys came back and was doing Crooks, Ludes was like someone was doing the marketing for them, you know, recipes Ludes, and he he asked us if we can, prov- you know, hey, can you help me get? We want to do something different for the catalog for Magic. Yeah. He's like, we don't want to do paper. Like, what do you want to do? He's like, I want to do a um, USB drive. Oh shit. So me and Mikey were like, man, let's come up with a sick ass concept for them. Yeah. So we came up with this AK forty seven bullet drive. Ill as fuck. I and, wish I had one. And and oh, what's crazy is now if you look it up, there's probably a bunch of Chinese companies that make it. But yeah. when we made it, we had to actually do the specs and have it made. Yeah. So we made this AK forty seven bullet drive. It was the first one to do it. I, I think six months later I saw a bunch of companies were selling it and they were using our photo <laughs> with, the, using with your... the crooks incision oh, on it for their catalogs so but anyways but you know so we did that invitation is like the highest form of flattery for sure and it was cool so we did that and then they were like hey go ahead and put your logo on and then put some something in it because we're going to put our catalog in it but go ahead and put for doing it and i don't think we didn't charge for this we were just like just cover the fee to do it so we can't we had to come up with a name and we came up with mojo labs we were yeah. like what is uh, our one of our uh one of actually Mike's friends who became my friends uh, had a company called Secret Sauce. And we're like, oh, that's so sick. Secret Sauce. He's like the secret sauce when, <laughs> when it comes to these collaborations. Yeah, yeah. And then we came up with Mojo Labs. And, you know, just to get that mojo back in there and we can create that, you know. Yeah, mojo Labs is a pretty fucking dope name. Yeah, so it was great. And so we made that and put our little M logo on it. And we put an ill-ass video in, in inside, which was like a brainwash video. Yeah. I got to find all that. But we did this sick-ass, ill-ass brainwash video that kind of sh- came from my love for watching the show Lost. Yo, oh, I've never got into Lost, dog. Yeah, I've never. My boy Marvin, shout out to Marvin. I always shout you out. Fuck you. He always watches Lost. I Dude, that was the first show I. I was it called? Binge. Binge watched. Mm. I, I went over the other day and like he was watching the last episode of Lost and he was like shushing his girlfriend like like he hasn't seen this like three or four yeah. times, dog. So that was our first thing and we did that and then out of that I get a call one day, you know, we did that, I was cool and then that became actually our retail product because everyone wanted it. They saw, yeah. they, we put it on this like necklace. Mil- military necklace mm-hmm. and people were walking around with wow. this bullet drive with the catalog and we just killed it. Next thing you know, they're ordering hundreds or thousands off us and they were selling it and you know, they knew how to do the press thing. They can do the hype beast thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I get this call to my phone and like, hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, this is Pete. Pete Wentz. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm from Fall Out Boy. And, uh, yeah, I saw what you did with uh, Crooks. And I want to do something like that. And I'm like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Pete, what? I was like, Pete, what? I go, hey, look up 
Okay, when? Google this motherfucker. So we're at the office. Yeah, like, ask Jeeves about this shit. Yeah. <laughs> we're at the office and like Pete Wentz and I'm like, okay, that's what's up. Like, what? You know, <laughs> she what, said, okay, that's what do you What do you want to do? He's like, man, we, you know, I'm, you know, we got to, you know, our band is, I don't know if you know anything about it. He was from Blink-182. I'm sorry. He's from Fallout Boy. And he's yeah. like, yeah, you know, Mark Hoppus is, is, um, from Blink-182. From Blink-182, yeah. I guess is the God and alternative music at that time. Remixed one of our songs, American Sweetheart. And we want to basically do this thing where we're going to just create this whole marketing scheme but we need to do it with the USB drive mm. and so we made this thing called the Octo Drive mm-hmm. the reason why it was the Octo Drive because Mark Hoppus they call him the Octopus and it was, was crazy drummer, right? um, Pete Wentz was a guitar player guitar player yeah, yeah. and then Mark was a singer a singer, yeah. Blank too. And, um, totally wrong yeah. so <laughs> Todd Barker, I think he's the thing about so Todd Todd this guy the, one of our mutual friends Todd he's from a group he's from a brand called Project X now yeah um, that Love you'll that see you'll see uh, no it's, no, <laughs> it's a brand a it's a brand yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyways he, he basically lined all this up and he just threw us a bone and that's what I loved about Mikey he always had like because he was from the corporate world at mm-hmm. first and in marketing and he was able to line that up but yeah they, we ended up doing this thing and this was when Twitter was brand new mm-hmm. yeah. and we lined up this, a scavenger hunt so we Yo, made a hundred of these that. of these uh, these flash drives the same thing we're like you know just pay the cost of it yeah and then it got bigger and bigger and they're like hey can you provide a shirt and we'll pay you for the shirt and then so they did that and we did a shirt and then we did all this other content in there and what we did is we did the scavenger hunt to find these things and our first one we gave away to test the markets we used Twitter they used Twitter I was like man they got they have hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of Twitter followers yeah. right they had they had 99,000 Twitter followers something mm-hmm. crazy right and then we did this thing and, and, and Todd which is who's a great mind in marketing he was like why don't we have them you know do these these um, clues, but the la- the last clue will be in front of the Twitter building in San Francisco. Yeah. So they did this, and I think we did it. I think Todd did it. They would just say, "Hey, this guy's going to be tweeting some. I don't know what happened." Anyways, he puts this out, and we see people running down the street within two to three minutes. Oh, like wow! And they're running oh. down, and it's like the first person. We're kind of standing on different sides of the street, and you have to find the guy and ask him some funny question yeah and then the f- person got it and then they got the octo drive and then they got to get the tour of the twitter building wow so they got to go in and that was our first one and then we had launched this thing with them that it was a scavenger hunt and it was a worldwide thing so they gave it to like to um what's his name um the drummer travis barker mm-hmm. there was different um you know people that were on tour all over the all yeah. over the world and then at the end we made two gold ones who hasn't? Let me get one. And the, we <laughs> had two gold ones, and he, they announced it. There was a song. There was a show on MTV called "It's On" with Alexa Chung, mm. and they mm-hmm. did. They announced it there. And the funny thing is, is how we leveraged this yeah. for us to get Mojo Labs big was every time they spoke about it, they had to mention that it was from their friends at Mojo Labs. Mm. So, oh, so you're saying you're on you're on MTV? So she yeah. So, so they said it on MTV, and the, not even that everywhere. Like the editor of MTV gave out MTV News gave out one. Like it was everywhere. And you can look it up right now and look up Octo Drive and Mojo Labs, and you'll see it. Mm-hmm. We got millions of impressions off that, and that was you know. Then we we did some with Alicia Keys after that, and then we did something with um, different NFL players and we did stuff with you know it just it just went crazy and it was funny because mojo labs was kind of my breakaway from the monotonous design work i was doing for all the 
corporate San Francisco. No, just the San Francisco promoters and mm. clothing. I just wanted to get away with it, and I want away from it. And I wanted to do stuff that was fun. I just wasn't having fun. That's I was funny. making a lot of money. I'll tell you right now, that's that's fucking crazy. Yeah, because uh, when I get tired from work, I just play video games. But yeah. you're over here fucking creating a movement. Yeah, I've never. I don't play video games at all, and I still work like all the time. But mm-hmm. all right, you don't have to rub it in my face, though. <laughs> I get it. All right, I'll stop. All right, just. <laughs> You know, so, you know, I mean, it is what it is. But I mean, that at that time, that was my, kind of my breakaway. And then, shit you not, I kept telling Mike, you got to quit your job. Quit your fucking job. Fuck those nine to five jobs. And I remember he was at a, he was at a bar with his boss. And he was kind of drinking some of this, right? Like this. Yeah. And he calls me up. And he's like, B, I'm going to um, flip this coin. Heads, I leave this company. I quit. And tails, I stay. And he's flipped. He's like, his heads. And he quit that company. And he smashed he, the glass he, over his boss. And he, <laughs> now his boss was hella cool. And then, you know, he just came in. I had an office in South City at that time. And he came in with me. And you guys went and to that was, that was that was that was Mojo Labs. I mean, and then, then we started Mojo Labs. And we, you know, did a lot of stuff after that. I, do, I have to so, say, right? Which you I'm still, which are, which I I'm have, still I have doing. To say. We're, we're, we're approaching uh, time. I do have to say, we're talking about Mojo Labs, right? This is not even the tip of the fucking iceberg, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, when, when can we get you back? Basically, because this is this is crazy. And this look at my Wednesday schedules. <laughs> 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 Takes a while, as you can see. Yeah. Yo, Brand man, uh, I guess you do more than Muay Thai. That's all I can say sure. on my end. Still love Muay Thai, though. <laughs> I want to know if Jan has any questions. Yeah. Um, uh, I uh, wanted to say thank you, Bram, because um, uh, it took a while for you to, to come on the show. And uh, it goes to show that um, when I'm kind of like um, trying to be creative about something, like uh, at first I was an uh, illustrator for you, and I didn't know anything about uh, com- computers. And I was like, looking at you over on the other side of the desk and I was like, man, maybe I should learn um, how to do vectors and, and do Illustrator. And that kind of like um, led me to like a path of, um, you know, um, like wanting to learn more. Yeah. So I became like uh, proficient at um, Illustrator. Motherfucker said proficient. And then... Uh, <laughs> that, that's, Proficient is is like the low that's like come on man that's not that's, that's, that's a jam that's a word that's a jam word so you're not proficient you got a jam up for podcasts with proficient I'm sorry hey hey, hey no no that's for, a shirt. people this motherfucker made a animated music video so that's not proficient come on that's crazy give yourself some credit though. yeah for yeah so then, so then I, I wanted to learn video after that and then Brandon supported me and gave me like some jobs on video. And then after that, um, he gave me a job like um, I wanted to learn um, some animation and he gave me a job like as an animator and that supported me, you know, even further. So then uh, job um, meaning he got paid. Yeah. (laughs) So then like like now here you are on the podcast and I'm I'm like, B, I'm 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 part of a podcast now. Like, can we have you on a guest? And you're here supporting me. Oh, yeah, of course. And then. um, we're doing that uh, teach me thing together. So. Yeah, yeah, that should be fun. Yeah, and I just want to say thank you for like you know pushing me like all these years. It's been like decades. 
Damn, decades. 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 <laughs> decades. With a Z. It has been decades. <laughs> <laughs> With a Z. Yeah. What the fuck? He said that. He's like, decades. Decades. Yeah, we've, we've been in the game for a long time. I, I, I wouldn't be, like, um, as creative as I am. Nah, that's not true. See? Yeah. See, that's, you guys. See, that's, see, that's, that's some Brandon shit. Yeah, you <laughs> you got to give yourself you gotta give yourself the credit where you deserve it. No, nah, but I, I, I feel like... I'm definitely someone who pushes people that I think can do it. Mm. So it's not it's it's not that you wouldn't be in it or whatever. You just but I definitely don't push people who I don't think can do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people come to me and my friends Cisco and them they'll call me the the, the dream crusher. Like, oh, dream crusher because people come with ideas and I'll just they some people say what is it called pessimist optimist mm. pessimist. I say I'm a realist. Yeah, you're a realist. So I'm a realist. So what I do realist, is I tell yeah. them what the real situation they're going to do. But learn from me. You don't have to go through that because yeah, Ram yeah. One went through that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, you know that's just something that I'm 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 continuously doing. I think that's why the teach me is going to be good because I don't have to actually repeat myself. Yeah. And I think if just people record it once. Yeah, just record it once and hopefully it gets into people's head. You know, I don't care if I have to give it out for almost nothing. I think. I think it's going to go a long way for a lot of people. And, you know, I want people to win. You know, that's one thing I really want people to win. I, I really want to I really want to support small businesses. Yeah, I really encourage uh, entrepreneurship, I really encourage people to, you know, I'm actually going to be doing a, a, a one for kids as well. People who want who parents want to help their kids start their own clothing line and yeah. kind of coach them how to do it. But I think, you know, I'm, you know, during the pandemic, we were. Me and my group, the ROP guys, we were like one of the few. Right we were one posse. of the we were one of the people that were really going to different businesses and just all going with money, not asking for no discounts, and just going out there and spending money. So we would definitely go there and spend about thousand dollars so with fun. whoever, and that was like at least once a week, if not two, three times a week. Dog, that, you know what? You just mentioned that right out posse. I remember seeing that shit on like KPIX on the fucking mm. news. I was like, yeah, and I like was riding a bike, and I was like, yo, I want to ride with them. And then I seen y'all going up these hills. Like, I'll probably just meet him at the bar. <laughs> we definitely did the bar thing. No, while bro, we were no, riding. no, no. You have to. Like, okay, the hills you were going up, right? Yeah. Were, like fucking crazy steep. Oh yeah. So far that I seen a skinny ass dude who had to go go at him zigzag and shit. Yeah. And then here you are with a fucking like big wheel, like yee. Like <laughs> goddamn, bro. No, I was never on a big. But it, we, yeah, we def- <laughs> we definitely did. You know, we would definitely do the hills of san francisco and my guys kept that going because i i stopped mm-hmm. you know and I, I don't know what it is with me but i'm i think the one thing for me is i always if it's in arm's reach and i can touch it then touch it you know what i'm saying you can't just let stuff go by you because you think you can't touch it mm. touching it doesn't mean it's hot doesn't mean it's cold nice. you never know until you do it so you gotta actually just you know you always gotta you never i think for me, I'm never maybe think I'm never doing enough. So I got to keep on keeping on. But then also, you said earlier in the episode that an open door, if you see an open door, you're going to walk through it. Yep. And you, by, you know, after everything we've talked about, even though there's so much more to talk about, you've walked through every open door. If it's either Muay Thai or fucking uh, USB drives, uh, suck free fatherhood, really fatherhood. Come on, fucking bicycles, I got, I got, dog. I got, I got four on, kids, man. four kids. Four That's kids. probably my most important thing right now. I've never felt the most relieved. I usually have the top with three, but you got four, dog. <laughs> God bless your bank account. Right, that's my yes. <laughs> But no, that's 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 the most important thing I'm I'm focused on right now. Yeah, you know, yeah. since the pandemic is really focusing on my family, 
and making sure I'm a good partner and a good dad and make sure they understand me and know me and then go on trips. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're talking about traveling and, you know, we never had the food questions, but, Sorry. you know, <laughs> but yeah, that's something else. I, I want to expose them out of, you know, going out of the country overseas and, mm-hmm. you know, man, there's so many more you know that's why really we got to focus on passive income guys you can't yes. you can't yes. be trading in hours for paychecks Mail because it's money. yeah, yeah because it's it's just sure. not yeah <laughs> only for, i mean you can do some unique things on there hey man bro i bet you hey. They, no. My feet are pretty yeah, There you go Fucked up They're pretty <laughs> fucked up <laughs> Hey there's a There's a niche for that <laughs> There sure is But yeah, yeah Passive income is definitely Something I, th- I would encourage Everyone to like In their spare time If you have a, a day job Then maybe you have a hustle But then Make sure you Spend some time On passive income mm-hmm. And you can yeah. do that With your wife mm-hmm. You know, you, there's a lot of stuff you can do with your wife or your kids that become this hobby that can maybe mean something in the future. The internet makes everything possible. It Definitely. does, right? If you use Look what you're doing way. here. This is this is a great thing. You come know on, bringing motherfuckers like him. Stop, right? Right? The yeah. blueprint. Stop. Yeah. The blueprint. Ramel, what you got to roll up? To, to last, roll up. Last, you're words, roll up? last words. I got last words. All right. Every three or four months, I ask all three of my kids. How can I be a better father? Give me the new phone, Dad. And if they say something bad, you're fucking grounded. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, Works but I mean, time. I think it's a. I think there has to be a sense of humility. Uh, Brandon, you asked before. You know, like you're not really sure the direction of our podcast, right? And I think recently, it's pretty clear that we find the people. To give that information, the fucking brain trust of the Bay Area, people who are responsible for almost anything and everything that people have done or do to this day. And we try to spread that awareness, right? Because like you said, you got a story, bro. And you not only do you have a story, but it's like uh, you continue to give back. And not a lot of people know that. Sure. But now people will if they choose to listen. Just get them to listen. Yeah, I don't know. I got. I lost my thought. Tequila's pretty good, but yeah, I do Tequila's ask my great, kids that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but for real, thank you for coming, man. I appreciate it. Just uh, on my part, I uh, like I said, I, I've always, you've always shared game. I, I've and I always watch from afar. Like um, Brandon's always about the hustle. Like have it be uh, a Giants game, uh, a Giants parade. You will see a tent set up, and he's selling shirts. I, I've I've been there for that, and I, I've seen it, and I I've watched. We don't do it small either. No, 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 <laughs> no. It's uh, it's big, no, people X, wise X, 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 and number wise. <laughs> and they, they, yes, they have your size. If you go there early enough, you get it first. I've and I've I've always I've I've been a witness to 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 what you put your hands on, and I, I've been a witness to. To to how you share game and like I say the blueprint is is very important and it it makes it easier for for our younger generation even our older gen- generation who want to get involved now because everyone got a brand to <laughs> to to do something and I'm just very appreciative for your time and and, and your feedback and your knowledge because everybody right. got a brand. But we got brand one. Come on, come on! Hey, by the way, I wrap up. You know what I'm saying, okay, <laughs> let's go. He always tells stick to podcast. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and brand, just just to wrap it up. Anything you want to share? Anything you? 
I think you said it good right there when you were talking about, you know, there's a lot of kids and adults that want to do something. I think the number one thing to do is to try new things. I think people think at a certain age that you can't even try new things. Mm. I can't do Muay Thai at this age. Or Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Or, you know, waste your time. <laughs> Collect Pokemon. But definitely try new things, and especially if it's something that's going to bring your family closer or, or bring something to your family. Mm-hmm. I think you definitely have to do that. Um, you know, there's all these posts of people like they didn't do this until they're this age. Yeah. But if they never tried, we wouldn't be able to see who they actually were. Exactly. How we know True. them right now. So I think everyone needs to at least try something. People are scared. Like, don't be scared. It's only money. We can make more. Yeah. And also <laughs> to Jan, know your worth. You sexy fuck. Thank you, Jan. Thank you, Jan. For bringing Bran on uh, the plan. Oh, we're not rapping. We're not rapping. All right. This tequila is really good. Episode Shout out to the 165. Uh, what's the website? So people people want to know about Teach Me? Yeah, so that's brandonmario.com slash teach me. Can you spell that out? B-R-A-N-D-O-N-M-U-R-I-O.com. Yee! Shout out to Brand One. Shout out to Brand One. Cheers. Cheers. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Good shit. You have fun? I was good. Thank you. Good. Thank you.